0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. We were wondering what it was like to have a life-changing experience, such as having a baby. In the middle of a pandemic, well, Jean Wallace, who lots of you will know from uh, her illustrious singing career, including on the pitch at Thomond Park, whenever we all get back uh, to that sort of thing, knows exactly what it was like because uh, she's very recently um, had a baby, and she's on the line to tell us a little bit about it. Um, Jean, good morning to you.
0: Hi, Joe. How are
1: you? How are you? Congratulations, first of all. you. I presume you're still on cloud nine?
0: Oh absolutely, absolutely. Cloud nine which is somewhere between uh, sleep deprived and completely over the moon. (laughs) But
1: it's wonderful,
0: it's a great time, it's a really
1: really great time. So tell us the story then yourself and your hubby Alan and how this all worked. Uh, Obviously a huge event in people's lives normally but this extra element now of COVID-19 in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I suppose the main thing is it. it what could have been quite uh, like it could have been a scary experience, you know, in the thought of being in the hospital by yourself, was actually um, really great. The staff in the maternity are, you know, they really looked after myself and Oshin, and we felt we were in the safest place. So that's kind of the main thing, you know. You, you know, when you're in there, that the fact that you've no visitors, it is it is the right thing, but it was it was hard,
1: and- it was, it was planned in your case, wasn't it? It was a cesarean. Yes. Yeah,
0: so I knew I knew I was having a cesarean at a certain time or a certain date. So in a way, it was, I suppose, in a way it was a bit easier for me because we could prepare for it. Um, so the way it worked was that um, I went into the hospital and um, I had to have my tests and all of that and then get ready for theatre. And as soon as I was in theatre, Alan was brought in, in his full PPE, um, which he would have had to wear anyway to be fair in the theatre. And I had... I had all of mine on as well, but I had to wear a mask as well. So then um, Oisín was born and we went into recovery and Alan got to stay in recovery uh, for about half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, until I was brought back to the ward. And then once we were in the ward, he had to leave. And I was in there then for three nights.
1: Nice. So, and, and Jean, just in terms of the birth itself, you know, obviously there's so much going on, swirling emotions, you know, in a scenario where, as you say, you're having a planned caesarean. But what was it like having to wear what you had to wear PPE-wise, your husband, presumably the staff as well?
0: Yes. Yeah, all the staff too. And throughout the whole of the time we were there, the staff, they they were just wearing their masks um, once we were in the ward. They weren't in full of PPE in the wards, they were just wearing masks. But you no, know, they they were, and they were very conscious of it and very, um, like they're, they're very well set up inside to make sure that everything is done in the safest possible way. Um, But it was strange, there's no denying it. It was really, really strange. But you kind of just, you kind of just get used to it. You know, you kind of just don't think about it because in a way, like I said before, it, it's it's being done for the safety of everyone, including the staff. Do you know, so it, it kind of, we kind of were expecting it and had prepared. I prepared myself for it. I mean, I did have moments in the middle of the night, you know, when I was up and I hadn't, I hadn't seen any of my my family or Alan. Or I would seen him at the window. <laughs> he had, uh, he'd been standing outside and had waved up at me, and my my dad and my my family had done the same. So I had seen them, but to not you know, to not have them around was, it was very strange. But it was such a short time that we were in there and for the sake of um, Oshin and myself and like I said, the staff, it was worth it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people saw that photo on social media of Alan outside the gates looking up at you holding (laughs) Oshin at at the window.
0: (laughs) I know. And if you look, you can see he's holding a bag and that's actually a bag of dirty washing <laughs> 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 because Oshin had gone through about oh my god about 12 onesies he had spewed up so many times so it was like he, what they did was one of the nurses brought down when the midwives brought down that bag to the reception and he'd collect it and bring in another another load of supplies into me because yeah we <laughs> getting to know getting to know Oshin, Um he had gone through quite a few onesies so yeah you can just see it in his hands um, but yeah. I
1: mean, at least Alan got to hold Oshin before he was. Exactly, ushered yeah. out
0: Of the hospital. Exactly. And actually, I had a friend who was in the week before me, and she was induced. And when she went into labour, her husband was brought in. So if you're if you're going through labour, your partner or your whoever you're going to have with you is is allowed in. So you're not by yourself. You know. I think that's fear that's out there that I'm going to be by myself for this whole process, and you're not. You're not. It's just that. There are safety procedures in place to make sure, yes, you know, that course. we're all, yeah, you
1: and, know. And I mean, thankfully, you know, in ushin's case, all well, healthy,
0: happy. Oh yeah, happy out. He's gorgeous. He's very good. He's such a good little baby. We um, we're enjoying getting to know him. Yeah. Um, which is lovely. He had he came out singing. He had a lovely high pitched. So I go there. You go
1: now. I wonder where he gets that from, (laughs) Genevieve. I know, Um, know. but but of course, where you would really worry is you know, and we know this from the maternity um, that sometimes most time it works fine. Sometimes it doesn't, and there are difficulties, Hmm. and that must be just awful for people when they can't get the level of support that they would normally get from family. I
0: know, and I can't. I really can't imagine because. You know, it is. It, it, I mean, even when everything goes well, which in my case, thankfully it did and everything was very straightforward, you still need support. You know, you still feel that it, there's so much going on. You need someone there to even just hold the baby for a half an hour, you know, so you can so you can just relax. Um, so I can't I really can't imagine. But I, I do know that there is there, there they are being um, quite sensitive. To people and what what they need, and if there are people who are in desperate situations, I'm I'm sure there are being there's there's uh, procedures in place for that. But it is it is it's hard it's hard, but it's fine. And I suppose if there was any um, pregnant women, and especially conscious of first time moms, because that's me. Uh, if there's any listening, it really is fine, and it's actually really calm in there because there's no visitors at all. So it's yeah. really quiet. <laughs> so, you know... And,
1: and what about other members of your family getting to know Oshi? Oh, stop.
0: stop. My si- my sister just... Every time she sees him she cries because <laughs> she can't hold him, And she's inevitably wearing one of the onesies that her son had worn. Um. So, but there... We've we it all set up outside now that we can have people over outside socially distanced. So we have the, the garden furniture outside the front of the house and they're all two metres... Uh, part and we have him out every evening and people are coming around to see him so he's meeting everyone yeah. the sister, they can't they can't it's, hold him
1: it's, par, it's part of it and it's showing off the baby is part of it I,
0: exactly and them getting to know him and you know my parents and Alan's parents and it's his parents first grandchild so it, it, it's hard but you know it's it is what it is, and we're all doing we're all doing what we have to do to get through it.
1: And Jean, you know? at what point in the run up to the birth did it dawn on you? Oh, this is going to be very different.
0: When you go into the hospital, or you're meeting the doctors, and they're all they were all in the PPE. Yeah, that's when it was like, oh, okay, this yeah, this is very different to you know three or four months ago when it was really busy and bustling and loads of people coming and going and all of a sudden it's very quiet because they're reducing the amount of people that go into the hospital or into doctor's surgery um, and everyone is wearing the full rig out. That's, that's when it became quite obvious that it was different. And initially there was mixed messages, not just from the maternity, but from every hospital. I think every maternity hospital in the country, there was, there was no clear message as to, you know, are visitors allowed? Aren't they allowed? Uh, there was one hospital in the Midlands where there was none allowed for a week or two, at all, um, and then that that relaxed. So you know there was there was a bit of trepidation. I suppose that there wouldn't be any that Alan wouldn't be allowed in at all. Um, but thankfully, they've, they they kind of they were kind about it. All the maternity hospitals and kind of realised this isn't something you should go through by yourself.
1: Yeah. So, um, um, were you worried about COVID nineteen itself?
0: Do you know? I, 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 when I was pregnant, yes. Uh, so for the last, especially the last six weeks, because that's, I suppose, when it was. That's when we went into full lockdown. Um, so definitely, and really conscious of it. But in the hospital itself, no. It was the last thing on my mind, to be honest. I mean, it, uh, the staff were all being very careful, um, but I suppose I was more concerned with uh, keeping Oshin alive. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <it says>. yeah. <laughs> but um, in the hospital, no. But definitely when when I was pregnant, I didn't. I haven't been in a, a shop. I'm lucky that Alan is able to do all the shopping for us, and I don't have to do any of that. And um, so I hadn't been. I went to Boots once or twice just to pick up a few last minute pieces, but um, I was able to kind of cocoon in a way. Um, and there wasn't, there isn't much, you know, they've kind of started to now come out with guidelines for pregnant women, but there wasn't much at the beginning. You know, are we by risk? Aren't we? Don't really know. Um, so I just treated myself as, I, as if I was
1: yeah and so, I, I presume your hope is that uh, Oshin will never remember covid 19 that we might be the other side of it well the other side of it before he, he has to worry about that sort of thing
0: i know and it's funny because because the whole experience um my mom keeps talking about when my granny had one of my aunts or uncles and how she she remembers standing across the road and waving up at her at her room, which would have been somewhere around where I was as well. You know, it's just funny how this whole COVID experience has it, it brought it back all those memories for her about how it used to be, you know, when you'd go in you'd go into the hospital and you'd be seen three or four days later. That was it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So um that's that's been interesting. But we, we saved the, the, the paper from The day he was born, to kind of for him to have his memento when he's older, just because it is, you know, it's a one in a hopefully once in a hundred year uh, experience. So hopefully he will have no recollection of it and it'll be long gone. But um, I mean, the one
1: thing that you're not worried about at the moment with everything else you have on your plate is, you know, singing and performing and all of that. Oh,
0: stop. I know, I know. Actually, I was supposed to, and it would have been quite fun. I was supposed to sing at the Glasgow match, which was, I think it was the the Saturday, the 25th of um, April. So I was nine months pregnant and I was supposed to sing at that match and I was really looking forward to it. You know, it's been like, so, such a lovely thing to be able to do, you know. Um, And
1: and you're wondering, when will performing happen again? When will matches happen again? When will crowds gather again?
0: Exactly, in the theatres and actors performers, musicians, you know, everyone is kind of, everyone is on Tenderhooks really waiting to see where the industry is going to go, um, how we're going to get past this, but it will get past it. That's the main thing. It's just going to be a case of how. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. it's not the first, it's not the last kind of challenge, I'm sure, that that, in, that the performing arts industry will have, and it's certainly not the first. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're a hardy bunch. I don't yeah, know
1: you uh, Jean, uh, will Oshin play for Shannon?
0: Um, yes. <laughs> this is a, this is a little bit of contention because Alan some some of Alan, not all of Alan's people, but some of Alan's people are young monster. Um so uh, but it's like no sorry, he'll play for Shannon.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he plays, he may not. He may he may sing. <laughs> That's fine too. Yeah,
1: and listen, <laughs> you're in Limerick, your rugby and singing, they go hand in hand as exactly. you prove yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There's so
1: no risk, and I have to ask you finally: Are you generally a fan of sleep? Of sleep? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you getting much of it?
0: I am. I am. In fairness, Alan has been. He's been doing a lot of the night uh, night feeds, and I've been doing the early feeds because of because of the fact that I had the section. So just to try and get a few hours uh, rest. So Alan's been doing the late feeds, and I've been doing. I've been doing the early one. So uh, it's not too bad. And he, he is sleeping at the minute. So we're kind of, we're almost afraid to say it like he's sleeping. Because if we say it, he'll definitely stop. Oh,
1: and, Long may know, that continue.
0: I know, I know. Mm. He's very good. He's very good.
1: Listen, fantastic, Jean Wallace. Thanks for talking to us. this very best of luck to you and to Alan, and especially to Ushin. And as I say, I hope he'll never remember COVID nineteen. <laughs> let's let's hope we're way the other side of it by the time I he's know. thinking about those uh, those things. And, and, I know. And thanks for the bit of reassurance as well for um, people going in now to the maternity. You know, because yeah, obviously no, it's I a think, worry for people.
0: Yeah, I know it is, and it's important for them to know that you really will be fine, and if they really, they'll look after you. They really will. So you'll be you'll be fine, and you'll be home before you know it. That's the main thing.
1: Brilliant. Great, Jean Wallace. Thanks so much for talking to us. Not at all. Congratulations again. Take care of yourself. Thanks,
0: Joe. Cheers. Bye, bye,
1: bye, bye. Call Limerick today now on forty six nineteen ninety five.